Hello and welcome to the JM podcast. My name is Jeanette. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and anything in between. If you are listening for the first time, welcome. And if you're coming back, welcome back. Hope you are doing well. We are picking up on the TV show Casual for the season four and then just like the overall thoughts on the show so i'm welcoming back my guest miles webb hello i'm miles webb uh well i i don't know if these will be in in the same episode like both of these recordings but in case you're wondering i'm Jeanette's friend we went to college together and casual was our college show that we would like watch together so get ready for a lot of college energy but we're definitely out of college fully a long time ago we're like at the point where we should have adult jobs by now but we haven't (laughs) hey oh my god i'm thinking about leaving my adult job oh cool yeah it feels hot and scary i really like it i actually hate it i'm terrified (laughs) like oh no i can't not have money it's so fun to be paid regularly We are going to pick up where we left off by talking about season four, the season that I suggested not to watch, but apparently Miles uh, thinks differently. Well, so, okay, what you're asking is would I suggest to watch it? And I think, yes, I suggest if you've watched all three seasons, what's another eight hours of your life? Jason Reitman, Michaela Watkins, and whoever the guy is. I don't remember his name. I really, I will never. I don't know why. Oh, Tommy, Tommy Dewey? (laughs) (laughs) Not, it is so unbecoming to laugh right at someone's name. I know. I mean, he's a really great actor. He's, oh, I love him. I absolutely want to marry him or his character at least. But a name, well, what I love about the name Tommy Dewey is I'm like, if it wasn't chosen, oh my God, your parents are hilarious. If it was chosen, it's phonetically pleasing. Like it, it's, you know, it's almost alliterative, alliterative in its delivery. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, like kind of like very like 1940s, like names back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been thinking a lot about like what an American name is. And I think an American name is just an, a name that seems chosen almost for like a specific reason. So like Tommy Dewey sounds like a performer's name because you could see Tommy Dewey in lights. Another example, mm, I don't have another example. Uh, I know that Janet Lee used to be Jeanette Lee because they had to change it because they felt that Jeanette was too French. So they changed <sighs> it to Janet because it was American. It is so French. The name is Jeanette. Uh, Jeanette. Jeanette, meet me at the um, cafe. Oh, that's so fucking, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it is French. I mean, I love your name specifically because it's like French-Italian. So I'm just like, oh, oh, she's everything. She <laughs> literally winters in Paris and summers in Italy or backwards. Who the fuck knows? Who cares? It's a 10-hour train ride and she takes it regularly. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so that's my thoughts on your name. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla Watkins. That's a good, like, not standard name, but it is It is a standard name. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to go right in. I don't want to go. Well, are you going to give the summary and I'll just like jump in with my tidbits as you go through? Or can we just start talking about how horny I am? 
we don't have to do that. We really don't. <laughs> we, we really don't. We don't. You can go. I mean, you could go ahead. Just the thing about Michaela Watkins, right? Like, 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 she's so hot. She's so hot. She's oh, so yeah. Hot. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I don't even know. Watching that show, I was just like, oh, this is what I find hot in women. Like, what she is. I think it's neuroses, which I don't think is great. I think it's mainly because she doesn't act like a Karen. I think that's kind of where we get attracted to because she does have that like body and like that personality that would be in like Mar Vista or like, you know what I mean? Like um, in yeah. those very like hoity hoity houses. She's a comfortable lady. And yeah. I, I like comfortable ladies that are also like inquisitive or uh, critically thinking because and I think that's the assumption that if you're comfortable, you're not critically thinking. There's one of my favorite bits. This was actually season three, I think. I just was watching season three today. And what is it? Laura's like boss. She's the hot volunteer boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was um, Charlie or Casey. Casey. I think it was Casey, yeah. yeah. It was definitely Casey. But she was like, yeah, you know, you have to, if you want to see real change, you have to be like out here doing the work. You can't just drive a Prius. And the way... Valerie reacted. Oh, so like, I don't know the way a character reacts when they get offended. It's so interesting and so telling. Like, oh, what did she do? Did she like? I mean, obviously, she just sipped her wine. I'm like, yes. Oh, was that at the party where Valerie was like telling Laura, like, "Hey, you should be careful not to go." any yeah. further oh, okay which was yeah. I think a very interesting dynamic to I mean in general Laura's like interactions with people in authority have always been fascinating of course but I think season three specifically was quite interesting Rewatching it yeah Casey was definitely taking a little advantage but like not it's so hard because it's like not in a bad way I don't think she was like genuinely yeah. trying to help I think it it was like with Casey, I think it was more of like that she kind of felt that she was doing kind of a mentor relationship with Laura. But I think that the way that she was like, kind of like talking to Laura, it kind of seemed that she was flirting with her, you know? Yeah. And then it made Laura think like, oh my God, like she loves me. I mean, uh, mentors, that's a good like, we can just do a topic on mentors in this show. Yeah. Or like looking for people to guide you. Uh, this show, I don't want to get back into it. I don't want to get back into how into this show I am. But it's just so, it's so oppressed in such a fun way. Where I'm like, you all know you're all gay. Like you're all queer or whatever. Like yeah. the way, uh, what's Tommy Dewey's name in the show? Alex. Alex. The way Alex like is fascinated by men and only wants to spend time with men. I'm just like, let's do it, one. The way Valerie is obsessed with her friends. I'm like, okay, just do it, two. And the way Laura is just all over the place. I'm like, fuck yeah, obviously, duh. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> rich, rich white people being queer is just, mm, 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 mm. I know. I think I like we'll probably talk about this after but I really do feel like that by season four I don't know if like Hulu like told the creator like Xander and Jason Reitman um to like do this but it kind of felt that season four was a little bit transparent vibes 
you know, with the whole and same thing like in season three too, where it was like, like oh I'm, I'm I don't I'm not in love with anyone like no one's like available type of thing and it's like dude you're you're living in the million dollar house like I think you're fine. It's, I mean, it is a good setup to be to I mean like a good challenge to have a character who should. Characters that in general should be able to be date, like they're so dateable, they're so eligible. And then to not do it, you know, it's just very neurotic. Yeah. Uh, it's so relatable because, you know, I'm like very rich and also so neurotic and I'm undateable. So I get it. <laughs> yeah, me like sipping like champagne. <laughs> right now I'm sipping a champagne. Oh, that was, that's brew, brew? No, I think it's Jay-Z's new thing, his new champagne. It was $60,000. Rich people things. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's jump into season four. In season four, it's like a couple years after season three. And like just like a little summary of season three. It ends with Alex finding out that Ray is pregnant with his child that Valerie has broken up with Jack and Laura oh yeah like she I think this was like the time when she left like moved back to uh Los Angeles after finding out that Casey was flirting with like another person question because I I mean you know bits and pieces all over the place yeah uh did Laura go with Casey somewhere no so what happened was that Casey, after they passed that bill at that council meeting, Casey was going to plan on moving to Sacramento to move on to the next project that she needs to do, which mm-hmm. is to do, I guess, like to pass like another law that's similar to the law in Los Angeles, but in Sacramento. Logical, yeah, moving up that ladder. Mm-hmm. And then Laura was like, oh, let me come with you. AKA like, I want to like, you know, be, be with you type of thing. And uh, Casey was like, no, I think you should stay here because like uh, people need you to like continue, like, you know, being an activist here, but Laura didn't care. And then just like kind of like hopped on like a car with someone who was going there already to Sacramento and then she gets there to Sacramento only to find out that Casey is flirting with like another younger woman. Mm. Yeah. That's, uh, God, I hate it. I feel like that's a very realistic character or a realistic like type of person. Someone who, you know, I don't know, mentors. Mentors, managers, and agents. They all are just like, oh, you're young and hot. Let me groom you and then make you better and then leave you yeah so uh <laughs> <laughs> thank you god pull me away from the edge pull me away from the edge thank you so a couple years later uh valerie is alone in her apartment after her neighbor dies alone with none of her relatives stopping by to gather the woman's things valerie kind of has like a crisis and then tries to be involved in laura's life she even gives laura um, her china sets 
that she has just like hanging hanging around. But Laura is more focused on her relationship with her girlfriend who is Tatiana and Tatiana with an H. Um, There's the H. It's like in the middle. It's like the sec after the second T. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait, and Tatiana. Oh my God, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I get it now. All right. Uh, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, keep going. I don't know where to jump in and just say I thought they were so cute. And also like a very, like a well, a well-written young couple. Yeah. In terms of like Laura's relationship with Tatiana, apparently they met when Laura was traveling and then they decide to be, you know, girlfriends with each other. And when the show gets picked up for the fourth season, Laura is living with Tatiana at Tatiana's apartment. Or she's like staying with her and then says one thing where she's like, I love our home. And Tatiana's like, our home? <laughs> yeah. No, no, get the fuck out. Yeah, because uh, she moved in like two months into the relationship. So she's like, I felt that you were like here, just like kind of couch hopping type of thing and then looking for another place to stay type of thing. Which is the, it's like the beginning of the first end for them or the first breakup. Like that's the whatever crack. Yeah. Also, while that's happening, Valerie decides that she wants to do something new in her life. So she quits her job as a psychiatrist and opens a wine store. (laughs) See, here's why I do like season four. I'm like, that is a journey I want to be a part of. I want to watch. I want to like go there. I want to hang out. I want to pick paint colors like that. You know, okay, anyway, I fucking loved it. I loved every scene where she was deciding what to do with the wine shop. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I get it that, like, she, like, I kind of felt like this This is her midlife crisis where she's like, oh, my God, like, I'm, do- I'm in a boring job, so I need to quit and then open a wine store. Oh, yeah, she has that line where she's like, I just want things to feel different, which broke my heart. Oh man, like the way she delivered it, it was so desperate. She was like, I just want things to feel different. Well, she didn't say it like that. I just, I just want things to feel different. <laughs> but I found, I feel like that was almost like the, you know, the line. What do you call it? Like the guiding line or like the... I think guiding line. Yeah. I, I feel like there was truly a term in acting classes I've taken where they're like, Find that one line that's like your character's through line or whatever, and they had a name for it. I don't remember. I'm sure it's probably like class by class. Yeah. I mean, I took like one acting class. So, yeah. They didn't, she didn't talk about that. You have been baptized by acting classes? Is that the word? (laughs) I don't know. Trial by shitty fire. That was also fun in season three, the acting classes. Loved that. Yeah. I think it was like storytelling classes. Which, oh you're right okay yeah. but, the way, but the way they did that class I was like this it is was, a yeah it, class yeah and they were like calling out people's specific traits I was like yeah, yeah I, I remember that shit yeah it kind of felt a little bit like directing for screenwriters class that we had with mm-hmm. Bob <laughs> one of my favorite classes honestly I love Bob oh yeah 
I hated him but I loved him so much. Yeah, I don't think he liked us either. So <laughs> every which is why I think I liked him because I'm like, oh you hate us. <laughs> yeah. So actually we like each other. We get along. <laughs> we thought we were all so stupid. And he was so great. And he was I don't want to say he wasn't that great, but he was Yeah. I mean he was pretty good. <laughs> Anyhow, okay. So why anyway, yeah. So when she figures out that she wants to open a wine store she just just goes for it without any research or like kind of planning ahead which caused her to keep up with the repairs of the building that she is leasing uh, and then unexpected changes with her alcohol license and permits and this man i'm jumping can i jump in yeah go ahead okay so then she meets this man this man is quote unquote a nerd like glasses hair slicked back goes on runs every day kind of nerd and I feel like everyone gasses him up like everyone she talks to is just like oh you have to work with Jeff or whatever his name is uh John John Ew. yeah yeah because how they met was that uh John works at the restaurant that Laura is working as like a sous chef or like yes Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Laura's fucking chef career. Oh my gosh. That was such, I hate that I'm like re-remembering as we're going. (laughs) That was such a fun, I don't know. It made me want to be a chef. Anywho, go on. I started cooking. I'm not, okay, well, hold on. Now I'm really going to get into it. But uh, this last week and a half, like two weeks, I've been living alone because my roommates are out for vacation or whatever. Uh, So I've been inviting guys over and cooking for them. And I think it's partially because I was watching Laura and I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of Laura in that way. Like I want to make people food and impress them with my timing and my skills. And I'm not going to lie. It works. Oh my gosh. People love to be served like handmade food. They fucking love it. A uh, dating tip. If you want to catch a person in your web, <laughs> learn how to cook. <laughs> Learn how to cook. Get get like four things down that you can do well and just cycle them. Never see someone pass four meals. Then you know it's like too deep. Mm, tips. Then it's like, okay, you need to leave. Like, <laughs> Okay, I have nothing else to make you. I made you pancakes, mac and cheese, broccoli, and that's all I have. So goodbye. <laughs> and they're like, why are you crying? And you're like, because I have actually no cooking skills. I can just make more things. Oh. Uh, but yeah, so Laura works at this like like hoity-toity restaurant and john is their like wine seller or connoisseur so Uh, then yeah so then he uh so oh sorry so laura um tells her mom about john and then they kind of meet up and while John is helping her out with uh, the alcohol license and like all the, you know, tips on how to open a wine store, uh, they kind of begin dating in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, when he kind of uh, offers his help for Valerie to like kind of help her out with like the more paperwork wise of the business 
uh, with like the license and permits and all that stuff, he ends up changing the style of her, of her store. So with Valerie, she wanted to have like kind of like a pink, you know, room with like tables here and there and letting people just kind of like pick whatever wine they want type of thing while with John he had it changed into like this kind of dark navy blue with like dark wood yeah it was kind of an interesting study on like femininity and masculinity quote-unquote conventional whatever on interior design mm-hmm. and uh, while they're kind of like hanging out more and more John is introducing Valerie to more of a scheduled lifestyle. So he would wake up at like 6 a.m., go for a jog, take a shower, eat, and then like like he has, he already has like a scheduled lifestyle. Well, with Valerie, she doesn't and just kind of like does whatever she wants type of thing. Yeah, Valerie's like loose and free. She's met her match, I guess, or her opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I had any, well, I have so many thoughts on John, but I guess, I don't know, I don't I feel about John, like, as far as when they meet. I don't like him. I don't think throughout the entire time they're together. Yeah, I mean, with me, he kind of reminds me of the drummer from the Black Keys a bit, where it's like, he's just there. <laughs> no, really go into depth on that one, because what the fuck? What do you mean? <laughs> do you I, mean? I don't know, he kind of, he does look very dopey, like the drummer from Black Keys, in a way, I feel like that he wasn't someone that I would picture Valerie to be with, like as like an end goal type of thing. Because I don't know, I just felt that he was very structured while with Valerie, she's more of like, you know, she does her own thing type of thing. And, and then like, we will talk about this, but it was after that incident that he then changes his life and then yeah I think that's when it was like oh you need to leave now (laughs) yeah oh yeah that's when he gets really whack like he's he's quietly whack the entire time but then it's like oh when it comes out it's really weird yeah it's just uh, yeah I feel like he kind of filled in this like there's uh in my this common idea that as you age like the perfect person kind of changes and he in a way was kind of perfect. Lives in Malibu. Gonna help you with your wine shop. Structured. Easy. Probably eats well. I'm kind of like, yeah, that sounds pretty fucking good if I'm 45 and just sort of need a companion. He was a good companion. Like, I would say he kind of reminds me of, like, those people in their, like, 40s and 50s that has, like, their shit together. And... Uh like they don't have to worry about uh any mortgage payments or like oh if they're spending too much at starbucks because like they're like they've got it handled which i think is great that type of person though in my experience they're also so into their own thing or they're so into their own routines and their own schedules it is hard to sort of relate to them on anything because they're so like oh well i do it this way and it works for them, which is so, it's like, great. That's great. But it works yeah. for you. Um, have you thought about the rest of humanity? Question mark. <laughs> not that I know someone. I don't have anyone in mind right now. I'm not thinking of someone very particular. <laughs> it's just <laughs> approved by the World Health Organization. That's why I didn't even know. Damn. Uh, so one night uh, while Valerie and John are visiting Alex's house, John decides that he needs to go for his night run. Because again, it's like 
8 p.m. He needs to go out. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stand in defense of this. I get that. I'm like, hey, if you don't get your run in, you're going to feel weird. You're not going to feel sexy. But I get it. I fucking get it. I really <laughs> stand with him on a night run. Done. Yeah. I mean, like, for me, like, I get it. But at the same time, like, she was saying, like, you don't really know the neighborhood. You don't know, like, the turns and, you know, the streets. So it may be hard for you to, like, kind of know your way around. But he's like, no, I'll be fine. And he ends up falling and entering his head and being taken to the hospital. Uh, so when Valerie meets him at the hospital, uh, John pretends that his injury is serious, even though it's like literally just like a scab on his forehead. I'm not going to stand in defense of him on this one. It was really silly. I mean, to be, to be sitting on the bed, like waiting for not to say, not again, not to make this about me, but I did reflect on it and I was like, I had met a head injury last year, not from running. No, I mean, like yours was like more serious than. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I milk the fuck out of it. Yes. Oh, I used that story hundreds of times. So I'm like, at, as, as much as I don't like John, I'm also like, I'm such a John. I'm like, yeah, I got hurt and I almost died two months later. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just, it's sympathy. Oh, he's a wounded, a wounded dog. A car yeah. with, he's, honestly, he is his car. Oh, yeah, the Land Rover. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, well, we're going to go into that in a little bit. Finish yeah. up with, like, Alex and whatnot, and then let's go into the games you promised me. Jeanette promised me we were going to play games about these characters. <laughs> and one is my favorite game. Valerie, so sorry. Uh, so John is like being like, oh yeah, like this opened my mind about like what is life and everything, and almost becoming a future cult leader in a way. I mean, maybe that's the thing about cult leaders is they're just looking for their moment, like their you know whatever, like Genesis moment, where they're like, and that's when I knew I had to start this organic grocery store. That- is also a church. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's Erewhon. Oh, really? <laughs> it's not a church, but I'm like, wink, it's a church. Oh, wait, um, is that like the uh, Cafe Gratitude? Is that the one or? It's not, but they're, they are in the same wheelhouse. Like they okay. they, blink at, they wink at each other when they walk by on the street. Erewhon okay. and Cafe Gratitude are like, mm, I see you, I see you. Oh my god let's meet up later and talk about like how we're gonna take over organic marketing <laughs> we already have <laughs> <laughs> so uh because of this valerie thinks that john is weird and just dumps him and uh reverts the sort back to her design and to her ideas meanwhile alex shares his house with ray uh while taking care of their daughter carrie so both alex and ray are in a relationship and um, also an open relationship with other people. Alex has a girlfriend, I think named Amanda. Uh, and then Ray is starting to date uh, this guy named Jeff. Uh, however, Alex feels that Ray isn't giving enough attention uh, and time for him, especially when she becomes serious with her uh, boyfriend Jeff. So Jeff becomes more 
involved into Carrie's life, making Alex worried that he is being replaced. Uh, and then he tries to uh, try to be with Carrie as much as possible as well. Uh, he asks his girlfriend, Annie, if she can see him more than two days a week. However, she refuses, saying that she doesn't want to take care of his kids and basically breaks up with him. He tries virtual dating and meets a woman who is a perfect gal for him. Um, like they both like the same like ideas, same stuff. Uh, however, he finds out that the woman is basically a scammer who's only trying to get his signature and credit card information. After that is over, he decides to take a trip in a state park and then tries to get high on psychedelics. Um, and this is where he meets his uh, dad, who is supposedly someone else. Um, it was a confusing scene for sure. Yeah. Was, yeah. What he was he? He was like imagined. The or yeah, I think what happened. Sorry, what? What do you think? Yeah, I think it was like just his imagination, but he had his dad um be portrayed by someone else like it was like someone else who looks exactly like his dad who is like just has a different name yeah in my mind the chain of events he got high saw someone who looked like his dad decided that his dad was with him carried that throughout the entire journey and then by the end the man had probably left i'm sure yeah that was still like you know impressionable or persuasible Persuasible. Yeah. <laughs> her simon i don't know hmm. words yeah yeah and this i think like this was kind of like his moment realizing that um he really loves ray and then he immediately comes back to the house to be like i love you ray and then she starts bawling because she's getting becoming more serious with jeff so she's like, well, I mean, I love both of you, but I can't, I can't leave one of you behind type of thing. That's the editor. Yeah. Jeff's hot as fuck. Sorry, just to throw that in there. Like, kind of like, ooh, I love daddy-o. So um, this is where uh, Ray tells Alex that Jeff is transferring to Austin for his job and she's moving with him and Carrie because there's a chance that she will have a permanent job there. So when that happens, Laura is trying to get closer to Tatiana, but Tatiana tells Laura that their relationship is going too fast for her. Upset, Laura breaks up with Tatiana and moves back with Valerie with the help from her, I think, waitress friend from work, uh, Laura creates a video of her cooking a meal while complaining about her love life with Tatiana. And then this is where her friend then connects Laura to Camilla, who is a producer who helps with smaller YouTubers. Go ahead. I was just, this was a, it felt like a heavy handed plot line yeah like oh she's gonna become an influencer for like it's like ugh. Ugh, it felt a little out of touch but when i wrote something oh yeah so while creating videos uh camilla starts to have a relationship with laura 
And when they're hanging out at a coffee shop, uh, Tatiana confronts Camilla and Laura, uh, telling Laura to stop making the videos about her. And this is where kind of like the turning point for Laura because Camilla uh, states that they should continue making videos and even has like an idea about like this situation that just happened. Like a good producer should, always looking for the next bit. Yeah. But honestly, great producer. <laughs> and when Laura tells Camilla that she wants to move on from the cooking and love life uh, video, Camilla states that that's her image, which totally makes sense, you know? Yeah, I know. That was just like, uh, that That conversation was very cringe because, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And it's like, how do you tell someone to stick with their shtick but like also move on. Like Camilla didn't handle it right. She should have been like, okay, we can move on from Tatiana, like that topic, because that is sensitive, but you should still talk about your love life and cook. Yeah. There's a way to have that conversation. Camilla, you <laughs> dummy. Yeah, I felt that it was kind of weird to talk about it in public and just like right after Tatiana leaves, kind of like you can wait until you get home to be like, oh, we should do this. I, I mean, you know, suspension of disbelief, movie making. Yeah. Things happen quick. <laughs> yeah. Really quick. They're just literally in one scene, someone will break up and get back together. One scene. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm going nuts. I'm tired. Go on. Uh, so because of what Camilla states, um, she breaks up, she like breaks ties with Camilla and then repairs her relationship with Tatiana. Leon uh, continues to uh, use Alex's extra room for his office while while Leah uh, works with Valerie as a therapist. This is like at the beginning of their story in this season. And at the time, Leah shares practice with Valerie before she uh, leaves and opens her wine store. Uh, One day while out with like Valerie and what was the other woman oh, I think hot, hot psychology friend it was like Leah Valerie and I think Ray oh, the neighbor wasn't it isn't it oh yeah the neighbor yeah. yeah I loved for Alex specifically I was like oh they totally fit oh yeah she yeah. was the lady that brought up the scam she was like oh yeah you got scammed by that virtual reality woman See, she's like, uh, she's, I, you know, yeah, she's a good bisexual, I gotta say, which, which Alex is a good bisexual, I think. Quiet bisexual, anywho. So Leah finds out that she's pregnant with Leon's baby. However, it turns out to be a false pregnancy. This is where Leah reveals that she's glad that she wasn't pregnant because she felt that she didn't want to have a child right, right now at mm-hmm. that moment. This upsets Leon, who wants to have a family, and then they kind of break up. But then after Leon moves his items to Alex's house, Leah arrives and tells him that they should get back together. Now, wait, now we're at the final episode. Uh, Yeah, like second to final. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's it's around there. Yeah. C story, D story, E stories are wrapping up. <laughs> or I guess D, E, F. I don't know. Yeah. And she states that even though she doesn't want to have kids now, it doesn't mean that 
she will never have you know want kids and then at the end of the series she adopts a dachshund and then is like this is not a replacement to leon and then hands him the puppy yeah they were cute they yeah they ended up really cute leah and leon i mean the the naming in this show pretty good not to go back to the queerness but i'm like alex could be a femme name Michaela. Oh no, that's not her name in the show. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, Michaela sounds like Michael. Uh, I mean, that she does like go by Val. So Val, I mean, Sal. Yeah. Val? Why was I going to say Jow? That's not a name, but I do like it. Hmm. Michael and Val. It's like, like jowls, like dog jowls. It's kind of like a James Gandolfini thing going on. Michael Jowl. Sorry, what are we talking about? I just started thinking about jowls. Uh, so in the end of the series... Flawless. Uh, Laura, Alex, and Valerie attend Dawn's funeral. So this is where we find out that Dawn died. Alex sells his house and moves to Austin to be with Carrie and Ray. Valley's wine store is doing well. On uh, Alex's last night in LA, he sets up a double date, similar to uh, from the first episode, where they're in the same building, but like just like right next to each other while you know dating separately. Yeah, some good symmetry from the first episode. Mm-hmm. How sentimental. <laughs> so Valley accepts that her love life is like it's totally fine for her to not be you know with someone like she has the ability to do whatever she wants because she states that she is uh an age where she is divorced her daughter is out of the house like she's kind of like doing her own thing she can be in a relationship with someone or she could not be in a relationship with someone and she has full control on it while Alex opens his mind on the women he dates and knows to learn more about them before jumping into conclusions and this is kind of like the cheesy bit where while they're talking to each other like next to the restroom uh, Alex's date comes up and spots them yeah and then we have a montage yeah. Of the couples like laughing and having a good time together. Oh my god! For a moment, go- what? <laughs> For a moment, I thought this was like turning into a Cialis commercial or something. One hundred and ten percent. It's like <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like this commercial would use a line: "Do you believe in love after life?" <laughs> Shares line. Then it'd be like, "Middle-aged love works for many." Don't, don't shut it out. Go on dates with your siblings. But other people. <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah, no, no, we're together. That would be weird. <laughs> uh, Romeo and Juliet, the show. Laura and Tatiana uh, are back together after they have, like, they make up. Their makeup scene was so cute. Not cute. It was nice. It was a good one. Like, Again, I thought they were a great depiction of a young relationship and like the ups and the downs. Like how also you get back into one of those relationships. Like she just went over to say hi and ended up working 
on like a project with her, which I'm like, that is so fucking young love. You're like, I love you because you do things for me. Mm-hmm. Love it. And then when they make up, it's in the hot tub, which I don't know if you remember from episode one was a key place for Laura. Laura loves to be in hot water. She, I mean, really, now that we think about it, overall, oh, wow. she loves hot water. She loves trauma. Yes. Oh, my. Oh, I love Laura. She's the worst. She's the worst. That was the best. Because she's like, yeah, she's like, a kitchen. I want to be there and be dramatic. But be so, so uh, stable. To be stable in a dramatic place is powerful. It's intoxicating. With Laura, she uh, tells Tatiana that she accepts that she does have a tendency to run away from relationships once it becomes serious, but doesn't want to let go of Tatiana. And yeah. And then get back together and it's really cute. It's really cute. Oh my gosh. Like if you're going to watch an episode, just watch that one and just... Uh, the way they make up is so nice. And like, it's like so cute. And like, it was like, yeah, we gotta be together. Like, <clears throat> sorry, let me, let me, let me act it out a little bit. Laura's like, mm, yeah, I like you. And Tatiana's like, okay, I guess we could be together. And they kiss. That's it. That's like the theme. I liked it. So back to Alex, like, basically on his, like, literally, like, last hour in LA. Um, as he's... That how stripped bare was jarring. Oh yeah, that was that was overwhelming. Like really, we can get into that. Like, I, you know, it was just a really well done defamiliarization moment where I was like, "This is what this looked like." <laughs> you mean all of the good vibes here were from the decor and interior design, which makes me love Alex even more because I'm like, "Oh, he is a." tasteful man (laughs) he's got good shoes good taste in cars and good furniture alex i think like as he's like about to leave uh he shares his concerns to valerie uh, that he can't live without her but valerie states that he will be with carrie and ray in austin assuring Mm -hmm. that someone would will always be there and that's the end of the show yeah, it was really uh, when he breaks down. Okay, this is where I'll jump in. This is where I'll jump in with the hardcore horniness that I have for this show. Him breaking down and being like, I'm not strong enough to handle this. Yeah. I was, oh my good God. Oh my God. I wanted to just lick away the tears. I didn't want to do that. That's gross. He's not that cute of a crier. But I wanted to, you know, make him breakfast or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then Val doesn't need anyone, so I no. love it. She is a strong, independent woman. Yeah, have you heard of the type? Have you heard of those? I've heard they exist. Yeah, I'm happy she didn't end up with anybody. And I'm happy Alex got the family he desperately wanted all the entire show. Like, so here's my thing on season four. I don't think it wrapped up terribly. It just, you know, it wrapped up. It's like, I don't know if this is true with four act plays or like four act anything, but um, it feels like it ends on the same note. Like it's very, it's like the symmetry, like tonally and like emotionally. 
comes right back down where you're just like, oh. Which is how I felt in the first episode. I was like, oh. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I mean, for me, I didn't like the cheesiness of it. I felt like no. that oh. this season had more cheesy moments than the, the previous was, seasons. The writing was really difficult. Like, yeah. dialogue was not as funny. They were reaching a lot. A lot of things were more forced, but I think it, I don't think they expected to have a fourth season. That Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I kind of felt it was, like, unreal, where they felt like that it was going to end on season three, and then they got picked up again for season four, so they're like, well, fuck, like, we gotta, like, Which, do something. Uh, terrible way to be, but, you know. It's like, and I get it, because, like, for Unreal, like, when they were uh, shooting season three, they didn't know if it was going to get picked up. So they were ending it as like, okay, like we're tying the bow. Yes. Um, and then they find out like when the season three finale came up on air that mm-hmm. uh, Hulu was picking it up for a fourth season and they were like, fuck. <laughs> so they just, that's why season four was very different. That would be, as like a show creator or whatever, writer, that would be frustrating to be like, I've worked this out. I've written out how I wanted it to end. It feels good. Hands hands washed, you know? Goodbye. And then they're like, actually get back in that shit and see what happens. Like, that is very stressful. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I think like it would have worked if they explain why uh, the main character came back to work, you know? Okay, so hmm, let's say, obviously, I mean, what I'm going to do is make Alex and Val my favorite card. They're both Volvos. Obviously, I love Volvos. Um, so I think Val is honestly a V70 cross country, which I'm going to, but I'm also saying this from like 2008. Okay. And I don't want to say it's a stupid car. It's just a confused car where it's like, wait, I have these rugged wheels and this rugged suspension, but I'm a luxury vehicle, quote unquote. And I'm a mom, but I'm also got sexy lines. I don't know who I am. So I think that's who she is. Alex, I would say, uh, he's like the new Polestar one. No, he's not that hot. He's, hmm. I kind of felt like he's like a, like a Jeep. Like maybe uh what? Yeah. And a, okay. Um, I'll, I'll 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 bite. A Wrangler. Yeah. Two yeah. Doors yeah. Does he have two doors or does he have four doors? I would say four doors. He's four doors. And I think him. Oh, you know what? I feel like I'm trying to I'm trying to picture this. Okay, here's what it is. Here's what it is. He's got the doors removed but the ceiling panel's still on. Where it's like, hmm, that doesn't really make sense. But also it is more aerodynamic, so it does make sense, but it does not look as good. And it's like, are you a G-Wagon? Maybe you are, maybe you're not, you don't know what you are. So he's like, I think he knows, you know, to really go into it, he knows very much who he is, but he is hard to- um, Understand or? not understand but like hard to fathom it where it's like you know whatever the, was the straight I, I remember this 
a term from some screenwriting class where it's like the straight man, the wavy man characters where like the wavy man is uh yeah so like the straight man is um kind of like jerry seinfeld and seinfeld like he's like someone that the audience will look towards and lean towards while yes. the wavy man are like kramer uh costanza and elaine they're like the wacky characters see i almost okay this is this is probably just a like preference of understanding which mm-hmm. i've never used that phrase and i don't know if I should, but I kind of liked it. Preference of understanding. I've always thought saw that as backwards, where straight characters are the ones who are so confident and so sure of what they're doing. They're usually the weirder ones. Oh. Lady ones are like, I'm confused. Like they react to whatever this straight man is doing. I understand that's totally unconventional because when you say straight man, you think of the person who like, you know, reacts, but Okay, I got really off track there. So I think Alex is, in my understanding, he's like, he's a straight man where he's like, I know what I'm doing. I know who I am. I'm a wacky character. So he would be a Jeep with doors pulled off, with the roof still on. Laura, so she has to be a Volvo. Well, okay, so let's see. What's the mix between a Volvo and a Jeep? I would say, like, in my opinion, she kind of reminds me of, like, uh, those two-seat sports car um was it was it roadster say again a miata i mean no two two seat sports car is a broad spectrum i know it's like the ones that a lot of people get and they're like from like the early 2000s a miata a miata mazda miata that is the two-door oh i think that's it i'm telling you okay i don't want to disagree but what the fuck I mean, okay, I'll, I'm not going to roll with that one. I do not think she's a Miata. Let's say this. She is a convertible. I think she might be. Oh, now I have a new car that I want Val to be. Okay, here's the thing. Going back, Laura's a Volvo. She, <laughs> she is a really nice station wagon that's, like, smart, intelligently designed. It's just, like, through and through, you know, consistent. Val is a Nissan Murano Cabriolet. If you've never seen this car, it's fucked up. It is, okay, Jeanette, look me in the eye. Or look up this car, either one. Yeah. Look this up, guy? let me see. No, that's a Nissan Murano standard. Look up the Cabriolet. <laughs> it's very specifically called a Cabriolet. Cabriolet? Yeah, which I don't know if you know how to spell that. C-A-B-R-I-O. L-E-T. Cabriolet. Oh my god. Uh, okay. okay. Are we like yes. yes. That's such Val where it's like it's it's a midlife crisis car. It's a mom who's like I took off the top of my mom SUV and now I drank wine in Sonoma. Like it, it, and it's who she is. <sighs> okay. So I fully oh, wow. I think she was a Volvo at the beginning and she turned into <laughs> <laughs> And I love that for her. I really love that for her. Um, Alex, I guess, started as an Audi. And I think he ended as a Jeep. Yeah, I agree with that. A weird yeah. Jeep. Because like, it kind of felt like it's like a type of car where it's like, yeah, it's probably... It's not as fancy as like an Audi, but it's like enough that's like somewhat safe for a kid. You know what I mean? 
I'm not going to argue with you, but I don't know if it's it safe. No, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like... It's an SUV. It can carry. Yeah. It's like, it is, it's practical and fun. Also, yeah. I think there's something about, like, almost the ambiguity of Jeeps, where that, like, that fits Alex. Like, he's not aligned to many things. Why would his car be aligned to anything? Which, yeah. again, is why he has the doors off and the roof on. Because he's like, I'm not aligned to conventional ways of taking off the panels of my fucking Jeep. <laughs> so I'm just gonna have this. Also, he lives in Austin, Texas. It's a great car for Austin, Texas. Okay. Uh, so, uh, what are your thoughts on the dating system? I mean, there's so much here about dating. I think. I mean, it's 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 hard. It's is it hard? It's interesting watching this show in New York because I'm like dating is quite different. But at the same time, it's the same movements like the initial meetup the travel home, home. And I guess what I found interesting about this show a lot or with the dating specifically is that they were all self-driving cars. Maybe I didn't find it that interesting because nothing's coming to mind. Not that interesting, okay, who cares? They drive self-driving cars or they don't drive self-driving cars. Um, they ride in self-driving cars. Yeah, they're chauffeured. But as far as the dating, I don't know. It got it got so broad with the dating that I don't think there's anything you can just wrap up and say about casual and dating. Just that I think people date throughout their entire lives. Like really, I kind of firmly believe that, and also kind of like believe in it. Like, yeah, I think I think like dating in my opinion, has, like, no uh, limitations. Because I yeah. feel like that you could be someone who's, like, 40 and never dated anyone to start dating. Or you could be someone like Val, who just got divorced and is trying to, you know, merge into this whole casual dating. Yeah, it's, it's like... You know, the idea is that you're, you kind of get old for dating or it's like, oh, I'm 40 and still dating. It's like, yeah, that's fine. Because dating is, dating is another thing that's like not, it doesn't care. It's whatever. Age agnostic, if you want to say, I don't know if that's a proper way to say that, but it doesn't care about what age you can date anytime. And the show yeah. is nice to see people dating at any, I mean, they're all kind of like, they're like Hollywood young or Hollywood old. We're like, oh, I'm 40, my life's over. And I'm like, you have a million dollar house and you're still hot and you're like wealthy. Like, fuck, you're not. Yeah. That's another thing. I mean, like, you, you don't worry about like spending $30 at a movie, you know? Yeah. You don't care that movie tickets are now $25. You're like, good. Yeah. Prefer it that way. It's like, let's, it. let's not have the peasants before. here. <laughs> Be gone. Be gone. <laughs> But I was like, I don't like a spenny movie. I'm like, it's a night out. I want to watch a good film. But yeah, I like expensive things. Um, so, I mean, nothing wrong with that. But... Thank you for validating. Yeah. To wrap up, I would say, I would say about casual that season four, watchable, let down. But I think, I think kind of let me out on a nice note. Like finishing it, I was like, I feel pretty comfortable leaving them. Like I'm not wondering about how things went. I was like, okay, I get it. You, you moved to Austin. She opened a wine shop. Laura's 
a cool lesbian now. Leon and Leah are cute. Um, yeah, I think for me, I I liked how the show started. The third season was okay. Fourth season, like it has its hits and misses. Um, so I suggest like, you know, you can watch like the first three seasons and then like maybe just a couple of the episodes from season four. Uh, okay, I, 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 I actually, I validate that. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't do that. Because like, there I, are but, some, yeah, there are some like moments where I'm like, okay, it's interesting. Like uh, John being a future cult leader, but. Uh, <laughs> it's or, the name, going back to names, John is a, it's such a biblical name, but I think you have like, a, I don't know, if you're named John, you probably have some weird shit about religion. My dad's name is John. Does your dad have weird shit about religion? No, he's not religious. Oh. I still re- recommend this show. You know, it's a good show. It is. Season one, absolute fire. Season two, pretty good. In the same way that Killing Eve season two was good. Mm-hmm. Season three, okay, wrap things up. It's fine. Not, not, not effortless, but not bad. Yeah. Season four, all right, just send me out. Let's go out. Let's get out of here. And that feels good. It like, feels give good. me my tab. Let me get out. It Yes. That's the feeling. It's like, uh, it feels like the, the waiter just brought the check right when you like, in the way, like, right when you needed it. You're like, ah, uh, thank you. Escape. So, yeah, that is it. Uh, thank you guys for listening on this short episode. Uh, follow us on Instagram at J-A-N-D-M underscore podcast. You can also email us at J-A-N-D-M podcast at gmail.com. Miles, do you have any plugins that you want to do? My, I mean, I want to start like a club in New York. So if anybody's a fan of 55th Street and Madison Avenue, meet me there sometime. Because it's my location. I just imprinted on it like I love it. Anywho, oh, if you're into stainless steel, not stainless steel, I'm sorry, uh, stained glass, hit me up. I genuinely mean that. I don't know if someone who listens to your podcast would be into stained glass. That's a reach. Okay. Do you want to plug in your Instagram or? Yeah, uh, my Instagram is oh my my miles with a Y. Also that on TikTok. Also that on Twitter. I really took that and that is my brand. Thanks, Troy Savon. I appreciate that song. Cool. Well, thank you for coming back and thank you guys for listening and hope you come back for next week's episode. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.